2: Working just as hard, paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than An Athlete with Izzy and Kempi. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate, bringing people and property together in our communities.
0: Yes, that's right. It's nine past seven, and we're going to talk and catch up with Dr. Michelle Cox. She's done everything from playing for the football ferns, being a CEO at the highest level, she's written a few books, she's an author. And uh, she's a lady that we would love to catch up with and talk this football firm's ro- uh The World Cup, FIFA World Cup, is taking place in our own backyard. Dr. Michelle Cox, good morning to you. Good
1: morning. Very good morning. Appreciate very early morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be up and about, a woman of your stature. Uh, you'd be up and about. You would have achieved so much already, surely. I
1: thought it was the middle of the night.
2: Sorry. Oh, we (laughs) appreciate.
1: Oh, it's it's
0: tough, but you get used to it. Sammy's finding out the hard way. He has about three naps a day, but that's okay. We don't need to. We don't need to tap into that. Uh, Michelle, we appreciate your time. Obviously, getting close to the World Cup back here on our own shores. How have you been? How have you enjoyed the build-up? Has there been enough hype for you?
1: Um yes it's starting to pick up and we had the most wonderful day with the squad selection on Friday so the present football firms invited the former football fans to present their jerseys and I know that that may be normal for some other sports but for us it was a real honour and I got to present to Rhea Percival, who is, for me, uh, a mainstay of our team, and Millie Clegg, who is uh, a little newbie, a little gorgeous newbie, and for me that was just a dream.
2: Yeah, how how awesome it's um you're dead you're dead right, Michelle. Thanks for joining me and Izzy uh, this morning for breakfast. It's a it's a great uh, um, I guess it, it really touches your heart when you get asked to go back into that environment that you're used to. 161 um, caps for Rear Percival. Do you, Do you think that the Ferns? I know they've had a bit of a, a tough run of late with the with the games that they've had, but do you think that they've picked a side that can go out there and, and really get uh, the country behind them in this World Cup?
1: Oh, listen, you know, I think what we a lot of people don't quite understand in New Zealand is that there are 188 countries on the FIFA ranking. Mm. And anyone in the top 50 could, on their day could win, win a game at the World Cup. And our girls are... At 25 so they're 25th in the ranking and that's 188 doesn't include the ones who haven't sent their national teams on a a fixture for a year so there are over 200 countries playing women's football and I don't think there are any team sports apart from basketball that might be at that level so so what I'm saying is these girls are really competitive, they're amazing and they're playing there's, the difference from when I played in the 1800s is that, <laughs> sorry, is that the same era as that, me. i <laughs> oh, good on you. Yeah. Um, they, um, there's no gap in the competition. So you've got 32 countries coming here who could all on their day, win win a match. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. Don't be hard on our team. They're doing really, really well. And Mm -hmm. they have a great coach. Yitka is one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And, yeah, so um, get behind them because the more we get behind them, the easier it is for them.
0: Yeah, show that support, like the, the support that Black Ferns got during the Rugby World Cup, Women's Rugby World Cup, it was fantastic. And, and just the impact it's had post that, women's rugby is thriving at the moment. Obviously having this uh tournament held between Australia and New Zealand. I was watching the news last night. Like the, the kind of resources that are disposed at our disposal from a financial point of view, the clubs are getting remake over. The, the best players yeah, in the world absolute. are playing on our backyard. So what will this do for women's football?
1: Oh, I think it was the same when we had the under-17 Women's World Cup here um, mm. in 2008. People, particularly the media were gobsmacked with the standards. So when you have that on your doorstep, and it's right here, and you can see how good these athletes are. I mean, I watched a montage of um, Sam Kerr the other day, scoring her goals for Chelsea, and it, it, you wouldn't know if you um, you wouldn't know that if that was men's or women's football. Mm. And that's what you're going to get here. So, um, just all I'm saying to, to our beautiful. New Zealand people just go out and have a have a look and you'll be spellbound
3: yeah. mm. Michelle uh, am I am I right in saying that you're the uh, the daughter of, of Barbara Cox football firm number one
1: yes I am now boys <laughs> and boy- I've got Sorry, yeah, sorry, and I've got the sister as well, who's uh, another football fan. Uh, Ye- prior, yes. Now, boys, if you
3: if you don't know, um, but the story of Barbara Crook, she captained uh, the football ferns back when they won the Asian Cup uh, back in the uh, mid '70s, and that was a, a massively monumental uh, moment in women's football in New Zealand, really. Put us on the map to an extent um, Michelle so a lot of history um, in your family there and obviously you played for the Ferns too um, just talk to us I guess about how much it actually means to women's football to have the tournament here in New Zealand because over the years it, it's gone through such an evolution um, starting with with your mum back in the 70s and, and you guys were really you know, the, the pioneers of, of growing the game and it's gone through all of these tra- um, changes and transitions, uh, you had that under 17 World Cup, now we've got the big one, we've got the Women's World Cup here in New Zealand. I mean, just how massive is it for you? You know, from a personal perspective, given that sort of long journey of women's football in New Zealand.
1: Well, when I started playing when I was five, um, so that this was embarrassing back in 1973, and when I was there with 500 boys at the Eden Club um, and just me. It was just me and wow. it wasn't cool to play it was not cool to play uh, woman uh, football for a girl um, but I had people like Matthew Ridge and Craig Hansford and James Massey who were all um, top sports people in different areas in in my team and then i wasn't uh, when I was ten, I was stopped from playing in the boys' things because they said it shouldn't, a girl shouldn't be playing there. And my mother took uh, this case to the Human Rights Commission and we actually won because they were saying I should have to go into the Senior Women's League with 30- to 40-year-old woman. And uh, they said, yeah, that's not right. But it took 11 years for that to come around and for well. girls to be Able to play with with boys till a certain level, so this is how far it's come. And so you can imagine these um, the seventy five ers who my, my mum was part of. They, you can't imagine what this feels for them. And that the campaign with Puma um, that recognises them and the Australian, their are uh, the Australian counterparts. You can't imagine.
2: There's been tears. There's mm-hmm. been everything. Oh, look, pioneer, pioneers, Barbara, and well done to your mum and, and to your dad, Roy, too. Because there's, I, I read there that he was also a pioneer in getting women's uh, football played here in oh. uh, this country. So you know, your, your family has definitely led the way, and you're also leading the way off the f- off the football pitch, aren't you? So you've you've got your your set of books that you've you've put out. Just tell us a little bit about that. They're telling stories about yourself and your upbringing, don't they?
1: Not, well, very loosely. Some of it's definitely not me. But um, So the Sammy football series is a trilogy about a little girl who plays football in a mixed team. So it's about boys as well. And I'm a great believer in um, bringing in the whole football family. I'm not um, – I love my male counterparts. I do. So that's, th- this message comes through very strongly in these books. Um, But there also, so I've written nine books now and I'm about to write my tenth. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I love, it's an easy story for me to write because I can draw on the football background, but it's not about me.
0: That's amazing. Ten books you're writing and you've been CEO of New Zealand Football. Tell us about your time quickly, uh, That when you worked with FIFA, UEFA, post-retirement. What was that journey like?
1: Um, that was amazing for me. So I lived for 12 years in, in Switzerland, and my role, I was on the FIFA uh, Committee for Women's Football and the Women's World Cup for, oh, I can't even remember. Uh, from 2005 to 2011, and then um, I also was an international consultant for them. So, my job was to go around to uh, all the football associations around the world, and so I think I went to 70, and many of them like up to 10 times, uh, and help them upskill off the field. So, there was a lot of work done for technical development, for refereeing and coaching, but what they realized was, if you don't have a strong uh, administration for football, everything else Mm -hmm. will fail. So that's my job is to go around and promote women's football, um, uh, different functional areas like marketing, communication, or basic organizational development.
3: Mm. And you do a, a fantastic job of it as well Michelle just before we do let you go uh, the, the tournament gets underway uh, 20th of July it's a Thursday New Zealand New- Norway all the stories of fans around the world uh, honing in on New Zealand I know the Americans are bringing a massive contingent over uh, who, who, which fans are you looking forward to seeing the most because I bet there are some rowdy uh, fans out there coming to New Zealand who are you looking forward to seeing over here?
1: Well, the Americans are bringing a, definitely bringing a strong contingent. So, um, but I hope that the English will get here to the quarters, the semis, um, because our the core of our football community, there's a lot of English people. <laughs> so that that will raise um, raise a riot, not a riot, but you know good right well if the if
3: the ashes are anything to go by and the crowds over there we're in we're in for a cracker yeah <laughs> yeah
2: Hey michelle yeah, thank you thank so, you very much for for um taking the time this morning to to come and chat to uh is kempi on the breakfast show it's been like i i i would say a long time coming i'm actually looking forward to the world cup uh and the and the skill that the girls are going to show like you said i agree with you 100% um, it's going to be fantastic to watch down here. So, uh, for everyone listening, get yourself your tickets, get along and support the ferns. Uh, go and get yourself a nice coffee now, Michelle, and uh, enjoy your morning. Thanks for joining us.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going back to sleep.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, beautiful! Thank you so much, Michelle. Have have a good day, and uh, let's just quickly on that. I, I think we we. We'll, because Of what the black ferns and how their success you know in, inspired the nation, I think for us, results aside, we should just get really get bit behind this competition and show our support for the football ferns. And look, it's going to be a tough job for them, mm. football, uh, particularly in the women's game, is thriving around other nations. But for us, it's in our own backyard. Let's go and support and, and witness. Uh, greatness on our own doorstep, lads. It was great to talk to Michelle Cox and talk women's football and where it's at at the moment. We'll shoot away and we'll come back and we'll read a couple of these messages that are coming through on the bed post text machine. You're listening to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Keeping you healthy this winter. Yes, Kempy.